happening this week on your favorite soap operas? It's time to talk about all the daytime drama on Soap Central Live with Dan J. Kroll. Get ready for the latest soap news, scoops, recaps, and interviews with your favorite daytime stars. Now, here's Dan. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll. We're now about a week and a day removed from one of daytime's darkest days, the cancellation of All My Children and One Life to Live. And so much has happened in the last week. I've been contacted by papers and media outlets from across the globe who've been asking me to give my thoughts on the cancellations and what they mean to the future of the soaps. And of course, I think all of you know that countless mainstream media outlets have been reporting on ABC's decision to scrap two iconic programs. Thousands and thousands of soap fans have been rallying to show their support for All My Children, One Life to Live, and the entire soap opera community as a whole. A national advertiser, Hoover, pulled its ad from ABC amid the hubbub, and fans are hoping to make similar inroads with other advertisers to convince ABC to reverse its decision. Fans have been boycotting ABC primetime. Some of the ratings for the primetime shows are down. But the latest twist in all of this is that Oprah Winfrey has finally weighed in on fans' pleas to help save All My Children and One Life to Live. In a video that the talk show host posted on YouTube, Winfrey announced that she cannot and will not, quote, take on the responsibility of trying to revive an institution that, for all intent and purpose, indicates that the time has come for it to be over. So that leads us to today's show, because I know that so many of you out there are passionate about this and want to call in and talk about the cancellation of All My Children and One Life to Live, as well as to voice your support of the soap opera genre. I've decided to open up the lines so that we can talk about everything that's gone down and what's ahead. The phone number for today's show is the same as always. It's 866 866- 472-5788. It is a toll-free number, 866-472-5788. I'm expecting that there could be a lot of callers, and I want to take as many calls as possible. So I'm going to ask that you try to keep your calls as brief as possible so that I can take as many callers and show that this is something that doesn't just impact one or two people who can fill an hour show. So with that, I'm going to Get ready to head over to the phone lines. Uh, Again, give a call in. As soon as the engineer tells me who is on the line, I'll take some calls. But what I want to do is, as I mentioned at the top of the show, Hoover has pulled its ads from ABC. I spoke to the company's vice president of marketing, Brian Kirkendall, and I wanted to ask him about Hoover's decision to yank ad dollars. And here's what he said. The full article is on SoapCentral.com, but here's just a brief Uh, outtake of what he told me. He said, quote, we pride ourselves in listening to our consumers. That's anyone from a young person with their first apartment to a mom with kids to an empty nester. The passionate viewers are upset and they let us know that. So we decided to take this action. We're always evaluating our marketing plans to connect with them and making decisions based on how they feel, what they do and where they are. Hoover was the first national advertiser to pull out of daytime in terms of advertising, but a report in the industry magazine Advertising Age reports that Hoover doesn't really spend a lot of money on commercial ads, so the pain that everyone thinks ABC might be feeling may not be as big as what everyone thought. But it does raise the question if companies pulling their ads could hurt or help the soaps. Fans have also targeted Hershey and Excedrin in recent days. So if you're someone out there who has contacted an advertiser and asked them to boycott ABC, or maybe you've asked them to spend more money on the soaps, I'd like for you to give me a call at 866-472-5788, and we'll talk more about that process. I would really like to hear from you and find out what you're doing and why you're doing it, of course. But in the meantime, we're going to head across the river from here at Soap Central headquarters and go to New Jersey to talk to Deborah. Deborah, welcome to Soap Central Live. Thank you. How are you today? Good, how are you? Uh, you know, in spite of the news, I'm, I'm hanging in there. So let's get right to the point, Deborah. I know that you're obviously calling in to weigh in on these cancellations. Uh, yeah. Let me have it. Okay, well, I am a loyal viewer of All My Children for 39 years, and I was devastated to hear the news, to say the least, because... 
um, when that other story broke three weeks before, I was convinced that it was a rumor, and I let it lie, and I thought that that would be all that it was, and, and everybody was coming out and saying that. And uh, so then to get hit last week with that, it was really happening. Um, you know, I was devastated. Um, of course, you know, I'm not maybe sitting there and watching it because I do work, but either I record it or I've been watching it on SoapNet. I mean, I'm always watching it. And um, I guess the question is for me, um, how do they really know that we are not watching if we're not a Nielsen family? How I guess the answer, the easy know? answer to that, Deborah, is that they don't. We've yeah. been using, the, the TV industry has been using the Nielsen ratings since, I'm not entirely sure how long, but we'll just say for a long time. And it really does come down to, when you look at the ratings, they always say that one Nielsen point equals X number of homes. So mm-hmm. for every one Nielsen person that's out there, they're representing and speaking for maybe another million people. I don't know anyone who's a Nielsen family, Deborah. Do you? I don't. I mean, my whole life I never did. So I, I don't even know how you get involved or so. You know. I've seen ghosts. I think I've seen Bigfoot, but I've never met. Uh, I've right. never met a Nielsen so, family. So it's so always, I, you know. I mean, repeatedly through the years, shows that I've been watching. I say, you know, they're saying nobody's watching them, and I'm like, sitting there, I'm watching. I want to uh, ask you, you something. Feel bad, you know. I want to ask you something real quick, Deborah, before we, we move on. You mentioned mm-hmm. briefly that, uh, of course, a couple of weeks ago, all the stars from All My Children came out and said, you know, we just had a meeting. We're not being canceled. We're safe. Yeah. Not only that, they said they're in good financial shape. Mm-hmm. I'm curious from just a, a strictly, I guess, a, a general point to this. If they hadn't come out, if they hadn't had that meeting, if, so, if the All My Children stars hadn't tweeted we're safe, would the news have been as devastating and hurtful uh, since you had a couple of weeks to say, oh, my gosh, we're safe, and then turn around <laughs> and find out that's not the case? Um, no, it still would have been uh, because that initial story, um, I had seen it in an Internet article, and it said it was going to be canceled within the week. And that's, the, you know, my first news of it, I think it was March 23rd, and I said, oh, what? <laughs> so, but I think overall, it's, for me, I think it is still, you know, devastating either way. Well, I want to thank you for calling in, Deborah, and taking some time to talk to me about this. I know thank this you. is something that I'm passionate about, and you are too. So thank yeah. you so much for calling in. And I do love your site, by the way. Very good. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. We're now going to go to Christina in New York. Uh, Christina dropped, so we're going to move further down the list and head out to California and go to Teresa. Teresa, you're on Soap Central Live. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Uh, like I told the last caller, I'm hanging in there. So let's let's get right to the point, uh, Teresa. What makes you call into today's show? Well, um, the fact that I heard that all my children and one life to live were going to be canceled kind of uh, made me a little mad because I had been um, watching these shows for a very long time. I started watching them when I was probably like eight or nine, and I'm 21 now. And it's just been a big part of my life, and it's something that I enjoy turning into every week. Have you, did you two, uh, like the last caller, Deborah mentioned, she'd seen the announcement that the shows were going to be canceled, then she saw the tweets from Soap Stars that said it wasn't going to be canceled, then we got the real news that it was being canceled. Uh, have you been following that whole process, Teresa? Yes, I have. And let me go, what was your sort of wave of emotions? Was it like a roller coaster? Yeah, I mean, at first I didn't believe it. I'm just like, okay, this is just a hoax to see, you know, who's really paying attention and who's not. And then it it sunk in the fact that, oh, it wasn't a hoax, that they were being really serious about it. Well, here's my, we're going to get into this later in the show, but I want to sort of preview it with you, Teresa. Do you think that there is something that could be done to the way that soaps are put together now, whether it be changing the number of days that they air or cutting back to a half an hour? Is there something in your mind that you think could be done to save All My Children and One Life to Live? Um, well, I mean, I know a lot of people that watch it. Um, I mean, my mom loves soap operas. She's, like, obsessed with them. And we got into the whole thing. I got her into them. So, I mean, it's not the rating, but I don't believe. Um... But, I mean, I think that, you know, if enough people sign up for this and, you know, really petition it, it could be saved. Okay. 
And my brother actually went, <clears throat> his ex-girlfriend uh, and him actually went to the Daytime Emmy Awards because his ex-girlfriend's mom was on a, another canceled soap opera as Will Tones. I'm not sure if you're uh, familiar with that. I am. Okay. She, um, she, um, his ex-girlfriend, um, stepmom, Ellen Dolan. Um, that yeah. Was, yeah. And, uh, and so, you know, it was a big thing for them to go. And uh, my brother actually loves soap opera. First time in L.A., the daytime Emmys, he got to go, and he met all these stars, and he enjoyed it. And, and it's just really sad because my mom, she loves to watch soap operas, and we all do. I mean, it's... That's, that sums it up right there. We all love to watch soap operas, so the fact that they're disappearing is really making a lot of people upset. So I want to thank you, Teresa, for calling in and speaking so passionately about these soaps. I'm going to go on and take a couple more callers, if that's okay with you. Okay, no problem. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye. Now, I mentioned briefly that this is something that obviously is impacting viewers of All My Children and One Life to Live, but it's not just fans of those two soaps that are speaking up about the cancellation. So I wanted to bring on, very briefly, the Two Scoops columnist for The Bold and the Beautiful on SoapCentral.com, Adam Michael James, who you may know as Mike, uh, to see if we can get him to weigh in on that. I just found out that his call dropped, so this is, of course, live radio, everybody. Uh, in the meantime, I guess what I will do is I'm going to go to Carla in Illinois and get Carla's take on the news of these cancellations. Carla, welcome to Soap Central Live. Hi. Hi, how are you today? I'm great, but a little upset because I still can't believe that they're trying to cancel all my children. I can't accept this. What do I need to do? Do we well, need to rally around or something or come to New York and pick it, or what do we need to do? That's actually a really good question, and here's my, there's no simple answer, so let me try to, uh, I guess, spell it out as best as I can. There are so many different things out there that people are suggesting that soap fans do, from sending emails to making phone calls to going to rallies. And because it's so hard to find all that information, Carla, what I've done is I've created a special mini-site that's sort of a central landing point where soap fans wanting to find out what they can do to support their soaps can go to get information. It's on SoapCentral.com, and it's located at SoapCentral.com slash SOS. That stands for Support Our Soaps. And I've got all kinds of information there where you can find out and sort of figure out what works best for you. If you want to make phone calls and call advertisers and tell them that these soaps mean a lot to you, you can do that. If you want to send an email, you can do that. If you want to find out where events are to go and, and join a rally, if there's some in, in the Illinois area, you can certainly do that. But here's my thought to you, Carla, is that if All My Children and One Life to Live go off the air, there's potentially about 5 million soap fans that are going to disappear from the soap opera community. And that means that there'll be 5 million uh, fewer people who can rally around the other soaps should they come into some sort of distress. So we really are a community, and I know I've said that word a lot, but it's one big family, even if we don't all watch the same soaps. So let me ask you, what are you as a soap fan willing to do? Are you going to make some phone calls or send an email? How active do you want to get in this process, Carla? All of the above, whatever it takes to keep them all. Um, trying to get over God and life and as the world turns, being taken off air. And all my children, I, I don't know if I can deal with it. And with the things that they are replacing them with, it, it's just not something that I even look at anymore. I don't even look, watch their station anymore. Well, that's so, actually a really good point for you, Carla. I don't know where in Illinois you are, but uh, certainly the Chicago area is going to be hit because uh, Oprah will be going off the air. And I think one of the most important things that soap fans can do is to contact their local ABC affiliate because you just sort of hit the nail on the head, Carla, when you said there's no reason for you to watch that channel anymore. If the local affiliates know that you won't be watching their local newscast because you have no reason to watch ABC anymore, that's got to speak volumes because those local news shows are how they make their money locally. And if you're not tuning in, they stand to lose money. So it's not a bad idea for anyone out there to call their local ABC affiliate. Again, a list of those you can find on SoapCentral.com slash SOS. Find out who's closest to you. And 
it wouldn't hurt Carla to have your friends and family who watch the soaps or love the soaps or support you to give a call in, too. I will do that. That sounds like a plan. So uh, maybe you'll report back and let me know what you've done in a week or two, or you can send an email. And uh, I'm going to move on and take some other callers, if that's okay with you, Carla. That's fine. Perfect. Thank you so much for calling in. Thank you. Now, let me find out if Adam Michael is back. Are you there, Mike? Here. Great. Uh, uh, I was mentioning in the preview to you that it isn't just ABC fans who are mobilizing. I found that people who don't even watch the ABC soaps are standing up and saying, you know what, this is not something that needs to happen. And, of course, you watch The Bold and the Beautiful and write the Two Scoops column on SoapCentral.com for The Bold and the Beautiful. So let me have you weigh in as someone who watches another soap. What went through your mind when you heard about the cancellations? Well, first thing I want to say is you're absolutely right. I think it is a soap family just because we're loyal to one particular soap or another. You know, doesn't make us love this soap genre any less. And, you know, I'll, I'll admit it, I've never watched a full episode of All My Children. I, sorry, guys. I only ever watched One Life um, last year on YouTube because of the Kish thing. But I have such a great respect for both shows. And my first reaction is that by canceling All My Children in One Life, it, 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 the ABC is sending a message that it is okay to phase out the entire soap opera genre because we're still licking our wounds from Guiding Light and As the World Turns. And I, I just, I, that's what hit me was like, wow, this entire genre is in danger of disappearing. And if that's not scary, I don't know what is. Oh, I think folks probably know that The Bold and the Beautiful is the most watched soap opera in the world. So hearing this news about All My Children and One Life to Live being canceled, does this give you any pause about the future of The Bold and the Beautiful? It absolutely does. Because, I mean, just because, it, I mean, okay, um, I haven't exactly thought that the stories on Bold and the Beautiful have been the best that they could be over the last few years. And I wonder if that isn't true of, of all soaps in general. I, I think maybe because they're trying so hard to compete with reality shows and talk shows, and, you know, plus we have a really decreased attention span these days, you know, that maybe they're trying too hard or not trying hard enough, and certain quality of certain things are suffering. So, of course, I thought about it. You know, just just, bec- just because all my children in one life are on ABC and they're being canceled does not make any soap safe right now. Well, you mentioned something about the shortened attention spans and whether or not maybe some other soap fans feel that the stories haven't been the best that they can be. So if you're willing to uh, stick around here for a second, let's take some calls and see what people have to say. Sure, that sounds good. Perfect. We're going to go to North Carolina and Melanie. Melanie, you're on Soap Central Live with me and with Mike. Hello. Hey, Melanie, how are you? Um, fine. So let's get right to the point. You're calling in about the cancellations. What's going through your mind, and uh, you know what do you have to say? I think it's wrong what ABC's doing. This has been a big part of people's lives for many years, mine personally, 30-plus years, and I just think it's wrong. I think ABC needs to reconsider Brian Franz and do something else. Which, uh, do you watch both of the soaps, or, do you, or one more than the other? And One Life to Live, been a faithful fan for years, and I just think it's wrong. And then people want to mock because it's just daytime TV. Well, a lot of people like daytime TV, and a lot of people don't want another talk show or another food food show. I mean, Does go it- to the Food Network, go to a something else. This is wrong. Let me ask you, Melanie, quick. One of the things that I think a lot of fans have rallied behind was a statement from ABC, Brian Franz in particular, who you mentioned, saying that the network knows what TV viewers want and they don't want soaps. Uh, What's your response to that? Well, they're not going to the right ones that want the soaps. Sure, they're going to go down, up and down. All the soaps go up and down. They have throughout the years, but that's no reason to take them off the air. That's ABC and Disney's wrong. That's a really good point. I want to thank you for calling in. We've got a a lot of other people out there who share your opinion, and I want to make sure that they're heard as well. So thank you so much, Melanie, for calling in. one more thing. I want to thank Cooper because they are the first ones that dropped their ads from ABC. Thank you. Rock on, Hoover. Thank you. So let me ask you, Mike, real quickly. uh, Do you think, as a result of this boycott, do you think a lot of people are going out and making – 
purchases of Hoover vacuum cleaners this weekend? <laughs> well, they might be, but I think we were talking about sending messages before, and I think the thing I get from Hoover pulling their ads is that maybe the other some of these other sponsors will get the same idea. I mean, if we can contact these advertisers that you have listed on the on your page and convince others, Hershey has been talked about, L'Oreal, that maybe, you know, this is maybe talking to ABC in a language that they can understand. You know, because they're not thinking, oh, these shows have been on a long time, there's all these viewers, it's so creative. They're thinking bottom line, so you have to talk to them on that level. And I think getting sponsors to pull their support, you know, talks in that language. Well, I'm going to take another call in a second, but before we go there, I'll pose the question to you, then we're going to ask the next caller. ABC unofficially, through an anonymous source, said that having ads pulled from daytime is counterintuitive, that it sort of proves the point that daytime drama series aren't profitable. What's your response to that? I kind of have mixed feelings about that. I mean, I can I can see the point, but on the other hand, I think it shows that these shows do have support. You know, which, you know, I mean, usually when a sponsor pulls their advertising, it's because they want a show to get canceled, not because they want to keep it and not because exactly. they're respecting the viewers. So it's, I kind of have, you know, mixed feelings about that comment. Well, let's find out what Crystal from Colorado has to say about that. Crystal, you're on Soap Central Live. Okay. Yeah, hey, Crystal. I, I How are you? A, uh, pretty good. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. I'm, I'm enjoying hearing from everybody out there because it makes me feel that I'm not crazy over here wanting these soaps to continue, that there are really a lot of people out there who feel passionately about this. So speak your mind, Crystal. Okay, well, uh, I don't normally watch AMC or One Life to Live. I was a big fan of One Life to Live, but um, I, my major disappointment has been with the writers. I just think that that's key. I'm not going to sit up there and watch a soap if the story's going to be repetitive. Thank you. And, they're going to, and it's going to be recycled over and over again. I have seen that be the issue with One Life to Live, and I've seen actors and actresses leave that I love, and uh, that, that just pretty much uh, did it for me. So let's go to the conspiracy theory, Crystal, where some have said there's been an intentional decision by the network to not feature the best writing in terms of storylines and plot development to get these shows canceled. Do you think that's true, or do you think that's just uh, outraged soap fans trying to come up with a, an explanation? Well, I haven't been really following up in terms of that aspect, but I do know that if they're, since they're canceling AMC and One Life to Live, it, it just doesn't make sense for them to get the best writers, or they're just going to let the soaps just play, play out until they, until they end, is, is the way I look at it, but... I, I watch General Hospital, and I hope that people don't boy, boycott General Hospital because if they do that, then that soap's going to go off the air. I watch Y&R, and I watch uh, Days of Our Lives. And uh, those soaps, I felt, have better storylines than AMC and One Life to Live. Well, before I, let you, mm-hmm. before I let you go, I want to ask, with the cancellation of All My Children and One Life to Live, how fearful are you about General Hospital's future? Well, I'm very disappointed if fans want to boycott uh, General Hospital because I don't think it's practical or common sense. I mean, it's, you know, it's not good that AMC and One Life to Live are going off the air, but uh, I think that with the soaps that are left, please continue to show your support because if you don't, then yes, you can say goodbye to all of the soaps. Uh, Being angry because AMC and One Life to Live is going off the air, uh, I can understand that, but you got to show support for the other soaps that are out there. Well, thank you so much for putting it so eloquently, Crystal. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to move on to the next caller, but thank you so much for calling in. All right. All right, Mike, we have another one. We have a call from New York, which has been really popular on the hotline so far. It's Karen. Karen, welcome to Soap Central Live. Hi. How are you? Hello, Karen. Okay, glad to speak to you. Glad to have an outlet um, to kind of express my real sadness uh, that, uh, ABC has decided to uh, cheapen, basically, daytime. And that's, I think, what it's really all about. It's the dollar. Uh, they can produce these talk shows so cheaply. But there's such a glut. I mean, the first they're putting on a show about how to cook food, and then the show after it is going to be how to lose weight. So, I don't know, there's something Freudian about that. <laughs> uh, but, you know, you have Rachel Ray, you have the Food Network, you have PBS. They're, how successful is this? two going to be and are the people who watch they, they have to look at who's home to watch it people are not going to be taping it or DVRing it the way they do the soaps 
when I was working, that's what I do. I know I have a lot of friends who work, and they tape these and look forward to coming home. I think they're they're looking to get the younger viewers, but I don't see that this is going to work. Um, right. Well, let me ask you, Karen. Have you ever you mentioned DVRs? Have you ever TV'd or DVR'd or recorded an episode of a talk show? Never. Can I ask? The Oprah. That's okay. About it, but I tend not to. By Any way, particular it, reason? I miss one, I can watch another, but I watch all my children every day. And, you know, it's like losing a member of the family. I've been watching it for 30 years since my children were born. And um, I think it's kind of also ABC saying they really don't care about the over-40 viewer anymore. Um, they've decided that they want to go for youth, but in today's economy, does youth really have the money? Who's, who really has the... Um, you know, expendable money these days. And the young families are all struggling to put food on the table. Um, I do think that I've I know I heard some of the other views uh, people talking about the writing. I mean, the writing has been frustrating. Uh, Storylines have been silly to ludicrous. Uh, and, but I don't think it would take that much to get the uh, viewers back and I don't know why ABC just has to kill it. Why can't they look to converting it to a cable network? Thank you. That's that, what I've been thinking the entire time. You know, yeah. you know, I mean, why doesn't Oprah, who claims how much she loves all my children, what a great way that would be to get people to go to her to watch her own network, because I don't even know what channel it's on now, but if she were to pick up all my children, I'd be watching her network every day, and then I'd probably be watching other shows. And then there's See, there's plenty of other networks that could pick it up. This is such an entree for actors, and it's—I agree. It, you know, well, well, I go to Broadway theater a lot, and I get such a kick when I look through the um, playbill and see how many people were started on the soaps and were on All My Children, and you know. Um, mm -hmm. uh, but why? Why do they just have to kill it? Why can't they put it on um, Disney Family or or, or something? Well, put it on Open it and have them focus their entire programming schedule on soap. But that's the really, that's the million dollar question, Karen, and hopefully we'll find out what other viewers think. We're going to take some more calls, but I want to thank you so much for calling in and sharing oh, your, you. your passion. Okay, well, thank you very much. Thank you. Bye. Uh, Mike, I think what it really does come down to is everyone is asking why can't someone else do this? And uh, Oprah seemed to say that soaps just can't make another dime. Uh, at least that was her well, words, not mine. I find that uh, very condescending. <laughs> it was just like, you know, her saying that, I mean, she just kind of poo-pooed the entire genre. It was a, uh, to me, it was a big slap in the face. I mean, not even that she wouldn't take it on her own network. I mean, I understand that, but just saying, well, soaps are dead, forget about it. So I went back and forth. I went back and thought, wow, you know, it's so nice that she herself took the time to say something because she didn't have to. Sure. But then on the flip of that, as I did go, is it sort of seemed beyond that, it went on to, uh, you know, can you please stop posting on my message boards and on my Twitter account? You're taking up too much space. OPS, oh, all the soaps are dead. You know, let's do a dance. That's the way, that's, that's sort of how, how it came across to me. me. Yeah. Okay. And I don't know if it's because I'm too close to it or. Uh, I mean, I'm trying to be. No, I think there's I'm just to be a, neutral. If she, if she really felt that you know she she could not take on this responsibility, which admittedly is a huge one, and her, she has her own vision for her network, there are, there were other ways she could have gone about saying, "Well, I'm sorry, I can't do it," without adding a little tag. Oh, by the way, the soaps are dead. Yeah, I agree with that. But I'm going to let you get back to all of your hard work for your columns and to maybe rallying some of the troops, Mike. I want to thank you for calling in. I always enjoy talking to you. And thank hopefully... you so much. It's so fun talking to you. And, you know, I've got your back, Dan. Thank you. That means a lot to me. Good. <laughs> See you on the columns. <laughs> you got it. Bye, everybody. Bye. All right. We are going to go down to Florida and talk to Gail, who also wants to talk about the cancellation. Gail, you're on Soap Central Live. Hello. Hello. Uh, so let's get right to it. You want to talk about the cancellation. What is the first word that pops into your head? Oh. Uh, that you can say on the know. radio. I think I'm really uh, heartbroken more than anything else, I guess okay. I could say. Yeah, I'm one of those people that have watched um, all my children um, since I was a kid. So it's really kind of tough. 
Do you uh, think, I have Gail? To, I have. Go ahead. Yes. Go, no, I was going to say, do you think that this is a done deal? What do you do? You think there's anything that can be done to find a new home or or make someone at ABC change their mind? Um, I'm not really sure if anyone at a, at uh, ABC could change their minds. I really hope that that would be the case, but I'm not really sure. I've actually called NBC a couple of times today because there has been some. Uh, information up on the internet um, about NBC possibly being interested in um, acquiring uh, all my children and one life to live. And I thought, well, this is great. If NBC took them over, what a, a coup for them. I mean, they would get a, a you know, a loyal uh, fan audience right off the bat. And I mean, it would just be great. And ABC would just be in the toilet as far as I'm concerned. Um, don't know. I, you know, I'm hoping that something like that happens. Or possibly I have also written uh, an actual snail mail letter to Ann Sweeney uh, mm-hmm. saying, why just cancel these soaps outright? Why not, you know, try to put them in a 30-minute format like they were originally? Uh, then they could put their reality shows maybe in between or something and see if they could actually get people to watch them. You know, that's a really good. I don't point. know anything that would possibly work that would that that it you know doesn't mean eliminating the stories completely because these are people that have been around for so long. They really are. They like they are like family, and it's really a strange thing to think that all of a sudden they're going to disappear. You know, I really don't like it. I know it'll end up with on the internet there being a lot of fan fiction or something like that, but it's really not going to take the place of the actual stories that are there every day. It's a really good point. Thank you so much, Gail, for calling in and sharing your thoughts. Thank you for listening. I appreciate Absolutely. it. We are Bye-bye heading now. to... Bye. We're going to head to Detroit and take Damon. Damon, welcome to Soap Central Live. Hey, Dan. How are you, man? You know, considering... Uh, I, hearing all of this passion is really doing a lot for my, my sort of bruised and shattered heart at the moment. So I want to thank you for calling in, Damon. Uh, let's, let's talk about the cancellations. Okay, here's here's my thing, and I guess the writing was on the wall when they took Guy and Light and made that decision to make Guy and Light, who was the longest-running soap opera, made it indispensable, made it dispensable, let me say that, um, mm-hmm. because we got to see from that, we got to see days in order to, sa- to sort of save days, they jettisoned Marlena uh, and John Black's character. Yes. So you get to see, you know, at least even though I was bothered by that, I kind of saw that this was coming down the pike. Now reading Catherine Hicklin's blog earlier this week really shed a whole lot more light on it. I mean, you have guys writing, it appears, for these two soaps that aren't real good. One, because we all on, your, on Soap Central complain about the writing. I mean, just think about, just with the brief, um, when we found out that uh, um, the original Todd was coming back, look how mm-hmm. many scenarios we, I have taken part in writing how we, how we would return him. There are a lot of possibilities that people have put out there. And I mean, because we're fans and we love this genre, we take time, even though it comes to us quickly as we sit at the keyboard, we've lived it, we breathe it, we love it. And, you know, we come with it. They're not people, to me it seems like, especially with um, All My Children and One Life to Live, and even sometimes with General Hospital, they are not fans of the genre, nor fans of the show. Well, let me, I'm not one who usually uh, interrupts, I don't like to do that, but I will say that Ron Carlovati, who is the head writer for One Life to Live, has been watching One Life to Live since he was little. So part of that can be come in here into this that outside of the writers, everyone has issues with storylines and everyone has issues with with various writers, some more than others. Uh, But I think on some level, we also have to acknowledge that sometimes the writers aren't allowed to write what they want to. They're being told from up above, you know, this is what you're going to do. I don't care if you want to do it or not. Make it happen. And I I agree with that because that's kind of what Captain Hicklin said, that he was micromanaging and you know, uh, shutting down good writers and getting rid of good writers. I mean, which you would think in logic terms that 
those who are best at it, you let the best managers, let the best people do the job the best they can without interference. So let me ask you a quick question before I let you go then, Damon. If that is the case, if you're saying that there aren't passionate people involved in this writing process, if the, if the soaps are to continue as we know it, how do the networks go about finding people who've watched the soaps for a long period of time who are qual enough, qualified enough to write but are also you know, able to, to really get in there and be passionate as a fan? How do you do that? Okay, now, I'm glad you kind of asked that because for me, I'm also like a music guy and a comic book guy. And I'm going to take you to the comic book where it was a suffering genre. It was a suffering genre, and it was less, looked like it was on the a brink of destruction and extinction. However, they found fanboys, as they call them, those who grew up on comics that knew, know the history and know the passion of it. And a lot of the comic books turned themselves around because the fanboys became the writers. So sort of like if you find those of us who have writing skills, not me, but those of us who have writing skills, who understand just like uh, the bringing back of R.H. to play Todd or mm -hmm. just bringing back certain historical, the quarter mains on General Hospital and things like that that really know how to do it and know the history of it and have the love of it, you know that it, that returns because we are, those of us who are, I've watched every soap since I can think of since 1976, I'm 41, I've grown up watching soaps. So I can tell you a little bit about the doctors, Edge of Night, Search for Tomorrow, Santa Barbara, those that have gone, um, have gone on to uh, Soap Heaven. And there are the writing today, not the not the tagging, but the writing today. You have to have somebody like that who can who's willing to do that. Like you said, Ryan Carvalet, he's watched this since for for years, so he has a love and a passion. Now, yes, like you said, he's being told what he can and can't do. I mean, as much as I love Vicky, and much as I love uh, <laughs> Jessica, I don't think the return to test today or in this current form had, was thought all the way through. All right. Well, you know what, uh, Damon, though, before, I'm going to move on to another caller, but I have to say that your idea to get fans involved somewhere in the process is not only so simple, but it's, it's a brilliant idea. And I want to thank you for actually putting that out there into sort of the universe, because I think that that could really make a big difference. So thank you for sharing that. And thank you for calling in, Damon. Hey, man, one thing. Remember when sure. they had the soap talk on SoapNet? I do. And remember when it was started, but it quickly ended. They had fans come on the show with a couple of the actors from their favorite show and discuss the plot lines, and the fan was, some fans were able to ask questions. That's the type of thing, sort of like a quality control type deal where, no, this is not good. It's, you know, just like mm -hmm. we do on, on Soap Central, well, that doesn't make sense because this happened then. Just like the simple question was the other day, if Bree... If Tess is back, she has not mentioned Brie one time. Well, we're going to have to let it at that because I do want to get to some of the other people. We don't have enough time to try to unravel the storylines, at least but not this saying, week. That's, those are the things that we as fans hit that, Absolutely. you know, the, the networks, or not the networks, but the daytime writers or what have you don't hit those minute things. And the minute things make the majority of what we love. Well, we're going to have to see what fans can come up with and, and how we're going to keep it going. But thank you again for calling in, Damon. I'm going to go and hit some other callers. All right, buddy. <laughs> Thanks. We have a bunch of more callers I want to try to get to. We're going to go to Elizabeth in New York. Elizabeth, welcome to Soap Central Live. Hi. How are you? I'm, I'm pretty good. Uh, let's, let's get right to it, Elizabeth, as I did with all the other callers. What are your thoughts on the cancellation of All My Children and One Life to Live? Um, well, just like the other callers, I must say, uh, my first thought when I heard it, I was devastated. My second thought was that I was just so angry that it seems like every time there is anything good to watch on these days, it gets canceled. But um, my main point is for all my children, I've been watching all my children for a long time, since I was eight years old. Um, over 30 years. I've passed it down um, to my children. It was passed down to me from my older sisters and my mom. And all my children in One Life to Live are a different type of soap than most soaps out there. They were created and written by Agnes Nixon. Yes. Um, 
who is a genius in my opinion. She was able to conquer many topics, um, unlike uh, a lot of the topics that were before their time okay to talk on TV. Drunk driving, uh, breast cancer, um, gay and lesbian relationships. So, um, you know, not just your typical, uh, you know, I love her, she loves me, cheat on him, die, come back. You know, it, it, there's more to it than that. Right. It's, it's a really good point that a lot of people have noticed that for whatever reason, these two soaps really seem to resonate with a lot of people from a lot of backgrounds, over a lot of uh, age ranges. And I think maybe that's one of the reasons that there's such an outcry is because these two soaps and General Hospital to a, certainly to a degree too as well, yeah, they just they, they speak to people uh, outside of being soapy. They have heart. They do. They have heart and they tackle real issues. And there's something about the characters that people connect with. And I think that's, that's the bottom line is that it's not just another daytime soap that people just sit on the couch and watch, you know, mindlessly, that they're connecting with them on some level for some reason because it's speaking to issues that are going on in everybody's lives. Right. Well, Elizabeth, thank you so much for calling in. I, I appreciate talking to you. I also want to make to um, one point about um, contacting advertisers as well, if I could. Absolutely. Um, if anybody is contacting sponsors, I think the best way to go about it really would be to first urge them not to cancel or ask the sponsors to urge ABC not to cancel yes. these shows due to customer feedback. And if they decide to go ahead with the cancellation then they would say that they would pull their ads from the new shows because of customer feedback. And I think, I think that would speak volumes. I think that's a great point, and I will do my best to reiterate that so that uh, soap fans know that that's a really great way to approach it. So thank you so much for that, Elizabeth. Okay, thanks so much for your time. Absolutely. We are going to take another Elizabeth. It's sort of uh, Elizabeth Palooza here. We're going to Texas this time, though. Elizabeth, welcome to Soap Central Live. Hello. How are you? I'm fine. So let's talk about the cancellations. What do you have to say? I'm like, I am so angry about this because I've watched, you know, all my children and want to live with my mother, my grandmother, and, you know, these soaps have been a part of my life for so long. So, and to see them go is ridiculous. I've been... Uh, like the other Elizabeth said, I've been contacting, you know, the sponsors and doing whatever I can to get them to pull their ads from ABC. And I'm doing, you know, whatever I can to save these soaps because I don't, you know, how much reality TV can you watch? I'm sick of reality TV. There's too much reality TV. You know, you and it's like, why take away something that people love? Just to put in more reality TV. That is a really good point, and you sound, definitely sound upset, as so many other people do. So I want to thank Elizabeth number two for calling in. And uh, let's go to Kentucky, and let's take a call from Shawnee. Shawnee, you are on Soap Central Live. Hi, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm enjoying the, the conversation with soap fans this hour, so... <laughs> I'm going to let you have your chance. What right. do you think about the cancellations? Well, I, I'm heartbroken. I cried for probably, you know, two days straight um, just because I just came back to the soaps. I started watching with my grandmother and with my mom, and it's kind of a, a heritage for me. You know, I, when I was sick, I would sit with, with my mom and, and eat tomato soup and grilled cheese sandwiches and watch Erica Kane in all her antics and Vicky with her personalities. And it just, you know, it's nostalgia for me. Okay. In the event, Shawnee, that somebody is listening and they're thinking, oh, my God, this woman is crazy. She cried that television shows were canceled. <laughs> how, do you ex how do you explain to someone who may be listening who isn't a passionate soap fan, uh, how do you explain to them why this really rocks you to your core? Well, because I, you know, they were the people I grew up with. They were the people that I, I knew about through my parents, through my mom. Um, there, you get involved with these soap operas. You, you 
get entrenched in their stories. And I got angry when Erica would be mean to Brooke and I got mad. <laughs> you know, I would, I would love, I, I loved the fights, but I hated the fights. Um, and I, I, I felt with them. I cried with them. Uh, you know, a lot of the stories touched me and, and I was only 13 years old, but I still, I have the love stories. Um, well, just, let me ask you, know, you quickly. Are you to be like that? Let me ask you quickly. Do you think this is the end? Uh, are you participating in anything to convince the network or advertisers to sort of get this decision changed, or you know, have you accepted it? What what goes through your head? No, I'm I'm still fighting. Um, I'm Good. on every day on um, Facebook and seeing what the target is, and but I'm trying to be very respectful. Um, That's when important. Oprah made her her announcement, you know, I understand why she did it. I, I'm not angry with her. I, I just, you know, was hoping <laughs> that she That's, could help. Um, yeah. But I'm glad that she made a statement about it. I am it's, too. And I'm glad that you called because, it, again, having people speak out and speak passionately is the best thing that we can do to show the networks that people still care. So, Shawnee, thank you so much for calling in today. Thank you so much for listening. Absolutely. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. We have time for maybe two more quick calls, so let's go first to Melissa in Florida. Melissa, welcome to Soap Central Live. Hi, how are you? I'm enjoying the conversation with you guys, so let's go. Let's let it out there and tell me what is going through your mind about these cancellations. I mean, I can just say I'm only I'm, I'm 25 years old. I'm in school full time, and I work full time, and I still make time to watch the soaps because I I, just, I think they're important. I've been watching them ever since I was a kid, so it's just really upsetting when people kind of say. I read an article where they're calling all soap fans lazy and say that this is ridiculous, and it's just really it's upsetting. <laughs> well, I think it's important to note right now. Uh, the dollar signs and those old cash registers sounds just started. You're in the target demographic. You said you're 25, you're a female, so advertisers love you. Why? What do you say then to the folks out there who are saying that there are people like you, uh, but they're just not watching the soaps? I completely disagree. I know that there's a lot of people out there like me watching the soaps, and I particularly think that All My Children, One Life Live in General Hospital did a great job Catering to my demographic. Like most of the people on these shows are, are younger. It's not like you're watching, you know, older people all the time. I think they've done a really good job to incorporate the younger generation as well as, you know, stay true to the generations that have watched in the past. So let me ask you about this too, Melissa, before I let you go. Are you involved in any of these processes to try to keep these soaps on the air? Oh, absolutely. I, you know, go on, talk, call the target of the day. I have emailed a lot of different corporations, actually emailed, you know, Fox and Friends and Bill O'Reilly asking them to cover the story because I think the more press it just gets, the better. Because there are people out there watching, and we may not be home at 2 o'clock in the afternoon to watch, but I sure watch every night or on the weekends, and I think that's important to know. I think that's very important to know, and I want to thank you for calling in and, again, expressing this this passion that everybody else uh, who's called in has been able to put out there. So thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate it so much. Thank you. Absolutely. We have time for one more caller. It's also still in Florida. It's Denise. Denise, welcome to Soap Central Live. Hi, Dan. I'm so glad I got an opportunity to, to talk to you today. We have about about two minutes before I have to close the show, so I'm okay. going to let you get right into it. You got it. I'm not even going to get into the fact of how much we all love the soaps because we all already know that or we wouldn't be here. What Absolutely. we need to be focusing on now is what we can do to get our programming either back on ABC or with another network, period. There's no other... There's no other conversation to be had now. Now is time for action. And what is that action? What do well, we need to from do? from what I understand, we're all going to be protesting in different locations across the country on the 26th. All the ABC affiliates, I being here in Disney and planning to be outside the entrance to the theme parks uh, on public property where our newscasters all have to broadcast. Uh, 1.30 in the afternoon on Tuesday. 
and I'm calling for everyone in the Orlando area to make a sign and be out there. You all know where it is. It's in uh, Lake Buena Vista, and uh, I'm going to be there. If I'm the only one there, I'm going to be there. I don't think you'll be the only one. I'm certainly going to do my best to make sure that we get you some friends to be there and to make sure that this isn't just something that's brushed off. This is so important to so many people, Denise. It can't be brushed off, Dan. It's wrong. It's not fair. I don't blame Oprah. I don't like what she said. I never asked her for any help, never even considered her network. She's busy doing other things. Whatever. (laughs) Let's move on and get it done. Well, I think that's the best advice, and I'm going to hopefully get up as much information as I can about the 26th events and put it over on SoapCentral.com slash SOS so that, again, you'll have some friends out there with signs to make some noise. Awesome. I'll be in touch with you. Perfect. Thank you so much, Denise. Thank you, Dan. All right, everybody. There is so much to talk about that we still haven't gotten to, and I think that it's important that we keep this topic alive. More about what we can do to support our soaps. If, heaven forbid, all my children in one life to live go off the air, what do we do to support the other soaps? We're going to be talking about that in the weeks ahead. We're going to be talking about what changes do soaps maybe have to go through in order to stay relevant, stay contemporary, save money? Do they need to go to prime time? Do they need to show fewer episodes? There are so many questions. There are not enough time to give all of those answers, and I don't know that we have the answers. So I want to thank everyone who took part into in calling in and being a part of today's show. There were so many calls. I know I wasn't able to get to everyone during this hour. Now, I ask listeners to call in and tweet because I like to know what you want to hear each week on Soap Central Live. I would never tell you what you want. I would never do that, and I don't expect anyone else to do that. But we have to keep the show going. So next week, it's going to be a May Sweeps preview with our friend Richard Sims of Soaps in Depth magazine. Tune in next week for even more drama on another edition of Soap Central Live. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Join us next time for the continuing story of all your favorite soaps. Tune in next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of Soap Central Live on the Voice America Variety Channel.